welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob and Eileen LeBlanc. We have Eileen with us today, a marketing manager. And uh, how you doing, Eileen? I'm doing pretty good today. It's a little hot here, yeah. but good. I think it's going to get hotter. It um, <laughs> This is, um, believe it or not, our second year of doing these podcasts. This is our second year anniversary. And... Um, so there you go, Rob. There, there's a bell there somewhere. But um, uh, so um, two years of doing this, it's hard to believe. And, and Eileen has been here with us the whole step of the way. She's asked for uh, to be transferred to different departments. She's uh, <clears throat> threatened to resign. But through it all, she's stuck with us. So uh, thanks, Eileen, for being here. And uh, we did a podcast a while back where you interviewed our wives. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know it was going to be you know, so detrimental to myself, but, um, <laughs> I, you know, you trust your spouse and you think they got your back. And then I listen to the podcast back. So anyhow, welcome to the podcast. We're going to have a little fun today. Um, and, um, so Eileen, I guess you're going to ask us some questions. Yeah. I, I went back and I listened to the podcast that I had with Pauline and Judy and I busted another gut because it is really funny and how much they threw both of you under the bus. So I thought that maybe we could go back a little bit and maybe you guys can either defend yourself or maybe redeem yourself a little bit. But some of it, though, I don't think that you can because I've witnessed it personally, starting with Wayne's driving. Um, Pauline called it uh, like she described it like being in a police chase. And I cannot deny that. I've driven with you and I don't think I've ever, I'm ever going to want to drive with you again. Okay. So I I don't, I know we're not supposed to interrupt anymore, but when was Pauline driving with Wayne? Uh, You told on us, Eileen. This was never supposed to happen. They're not, they, they're not supposed to be driving together. So embarrassed. Now. I, I don't have enough with him sending her gifts and flowers <laughs> oh. and the late night phone calls and Rob's out of town. Now, now we have driving stories of Pauline and Wayne. Oh man! Wow. Okay. Actually, I think you meant Judy. Um, I did. Is talking about is me being in a police chase. I did. I always have Pauline on my mind because I like literally talk to her every single day. <laughs> like, we talk every day. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You both have Pauline on your mind every day. She has to send me a text to remind me that she's around. <laughs> I did. I meant Judy. <laughs> Judy okay, good. Right. Well, I, I feel much better than that Wayne and Pauline aren't out driving around like crazy people. I, I, um, there's no defending my driving. I, I, I am, I'm a, a phenomenal driver. I know that I am. I know I will never get the credit for it, but I know that I am. I've got so many driving stories, but I'd like to keep my job. Um, so I probably won't get into too many of them. But I've, I got one, and I'm, I, I don't know if I can tell this story or not, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. Um, I was in my work van, and I'm going down, uh, you know, and in California, you know, the traffic is crazy, right? It's a two-lane road, whatever, which is unusual. A Crocanian road, anybody in Northern California might know that road. Um, and the traffic is, you know, one person goes, like, where the, there's, they're merging into different lanes, right? 
went or into the they're merging onto the uh, onto the main road. So a car would go, you let the next car go, then you would go, the next car go, you know, and we're doing this. Everybody's getting along fine. And and um, the guy behind me, I see him like, you know, mouthing off to me. You know what I mean? Like he's got a, he's something, he, I made him mad somehow, right? And I'm doing nothing. I'm not in a hurry. I'm just, it's a, you know, I, no reason. There's no issues whatsoever with me. But I keep looking at him and he keeps running his mouth, right? Like there's a problem. So I get in the left lane. Which is, oh, I mean, it's the uh, the oncoming traffic lane. It's the other lane when the car is coming our direction. But there was nobody coming at that time, so I let him get up next to me and I roll my window down and I go, "What?" And I ran his mouth a little bit more. And I had the only thing I had close to me was a gallon of paint thinner that was half used. So punched the paint thinner at the guy. <laughs> you probably can't tell that story. <laughs> he threw a gallon of paint thinner at the guy. Half a gallon. And it was plastic, you know, in California, they got the rules. I don't know why they won't let it put it in a, in a metal can anymore. It's, I guess it's not safe. But, uh, yeah. So, I guess, I will say, my driving, I am way better now than I ever have been, as far as... So, you're, uh, you're a bad driver, and you have bouts of road rage. It, I wasn't, it wasn't rage. It was absolutely um, controlled. Um, but you, threw a gallon of, you threw a gallon of mineral spirits at it. Half a gallon, and they were they were um, not the they were like the good mineral spirits too, the virgin that's, mineral spirits. That's road rage. You need to seek help. It's, it's lesson tra it's training, driving training. I think is what I <laughs> thought. I was helping him no, because no. I felt like he had the rage because I was fine. I did I he, had, did I, he throw I something at you? No. Then no. you're the rager. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, this is on you. No. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I don't, I don't, I've gotten a lot calmer. Back then, I was a kid. I was 50. <laughs> I love how Wayne is just trying to justify his actions. <laughs> so, speaking of your driving, I want to talk about this 1968 Ford van you have. Now, Judy said something about it. There was a fire on it, and then you continue to drive it. But I don't think we ever really got into what caused the fire in the first place it was um we uh, i was doing yard work and i i put a bunch of all oh, leaves and everything in the backyard and plastic bags and all kinds of stuff and i get i think it was spontaneous combustion and the reason i kept the van is because when i bought the van somebody put some really nice custom seats in the van i mean the whole van wasn't worth it was it was you know 1968 piece of junk but it's probably a collector's item you know what i mean actually the body was fine on it but it had really nice custom seats in the front they like that's where they started to do the remodel. Whoever bought, whoever had it before me is like, I know they had visions of turning, tricking this thing out. They started with the seats and then they ended it. And then I bought it. And then it cut on fire shortly after. You bought it and then you lit it on fire. Yeah, it was an accident. Yeah. More more road rage, I assume. No, it was sitting in the, we didn't even know it caught on fire. We got in it and everything smelled like, it was burnt. Everything on the inside was burnt. So. <laughs> Well, speaking of vans, though, <laughs> Rob, when you started courting Pauline, you always try to get her to your van with the want to see my shark tooth collection. And yes. you know, we brought that up several times, but I don't think we ever learned that. Do you still have that collection? Yes, I do. Actually, I do. I don't have he the van, to show, but I have to lure me. 
He tried to lure me into a car one time with it. Yeah. I travel with him. And when I'm picking up chicks in the hotel bars and stuff, I still try to use the shark tooth thing, but it just doesn't work as good as it did with Pauline. So you guys are now back on the road, traveling again, complete 180 from where we were definitely a year ago. So how are you adjusting to being on the road and not home anymore? Well, you, know, you want me to go for it? I'll go first real quick. So when we first got, you know, pulled off the road, um, it was, it was hard because, you know, you got, that was, you're in a routine now you're in a, you're in a go pattern, you know what I mean? And it's hotels and it's flights and it's renting cars and it's, you know, you, you're, you know, it's your routine and uh, you're not completely out of your routine. And so while it was nice being home with my wife, for sure, it just felt odd and felt like you're not being productive and doing what you want to do. Yeah. Um, and then towards the, uh, towards the end now, you know, recently I started traveling again and um, now it's the other way around. It's nice at home. <laughs> I kind of like being home. And um, so it's cranking it back up. I can already see I've, I booked four flights uh, in the next six weeks. I'm going four different places. And um, my first one was last week in Texas. And uh, while it's good because I'm out with uh, one of my reps and uh, it was productive and everything, we're so used to doing Zoom calls and so used to doing office work and stuff that it's now um, you know, hard to make time for both. So while I'm on the road, it's that, it's that, you know, and everybody, you know, has that same challenge, but now it's about juggling the amount of calls and, and, uh, presentations and everything you need to be a part of and, while being on the road. So, um, the main thing for me is we got out with customers, um, and some longtime distributors and stuff. And, uh, that's always a good thing for me. And, uh, so, uh, Javier, um, Villarreal is my rep in Texas. Javier is new with us. But he's been in the industry for a long time and flat out love the guy, man. Super good guy. Uh, uh, he speaks Spanish, and uh, man, uh, well, it was it was a uh, we hired the right guy. I'll just say that it was a great. Wow, with him. that's oh, something that's because uh, I just got to Texas today and I just met Javier today for the first time, and uh, man, I got a completely different feel for him. He just trashed you. I yeah. mean, he was, he, uh, I was shocked. And I said, really, you, you work for Wayne. And man, he was uh, not impressed, not impressed at all with you. He, <laughs> he you might want to, you might want to have a talk with him because he was up one side yeah. and down the yeah. other on you, man. Yeah, wow. really bad. Um, really bad. That's going to go in the report. Yeah, so. I, uh, I'd have a talk with him tonight if I was you. Okay. <laughs> The nice thing about it is, I don't have to impress him. <laughs> That's that whole sheep and lion thing, right? Yes, yes, I love that. yes. That's one of my favorite wings. Yes. Lions don't no. care what sheep think. Absolutely. Yes. No, but uh, so I'm glad to be back on the road uh, uh, in balance. I mean, uh, we're going to the NWFA convention here in a few weeks. Uh, really stoked about that. Going down there with a good bunch of people from Bona. And uh, so um, I'm, you know, uh, I can tell when my wife starts asking me, aren't you going to book any flights here coming up? That maybe <laughs> might be a good time to start getting on the road. Time to go. <laughs> so are you, uh, is the vodka that you were drinking when you were on quarantine in your, your diet? 
I'm going to be so spoiled. I, I will never get a vodka gimlet as good as one my wife makes. I'm not even going to order them on the road. And, you know, I, I, for those that don't know me, I, I mean, I, I'm not much of a drinker anyhow. You rarely see me drink more than two drinks in a night ever. But if you see me drink three, <laughs> there might be a problem. But uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I know I'll never get one as good as Jude makes. She, uh, she makes a great vodka gimlet. What is yeah. in that? Right. Can I, when I, you know, when I first go, when I went to work for Bonin and I'm not, you know, I had to, like, I don't want to drink beer all the time. I just not a big beer drink, beer drinker anyhow. And it kind of gives me a headache. I don't know what, what the deal is, but so then I had to come up with a mixed cocktail that I could drink, you know? So one day somehow I got onto a vodka and cranberry juice. All right. And I thought, hey, that's, a, I, that's, that's a nice drink. You hardly taste the vodka. And, um, so, um, I was out with uh, Matt Hudson, one of our regional managers, and he was uh, he was ordering drinks. He goes, "What do you want?" I said, "I like vodka and uh, cranberry juice." And he goes, "Yeah, no, I'm not ordering that." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "No, that's not that. That's, I'm not ordering that drink, man. What do you give It's like a Shirley Temple, man." I said, "What? That's a it's got vodka." And he goes, "Yeah, no, I'm not ordering that, man. You got to come up with another drink." So uh, I thought it was like uh, anyhow. He told me the name of that drink is called the Spritzer or something. Which no, no, it's not. He's wrong. That's a Cape Codder. It? It, it's also called a Cape Codder. You squeeze Cod. a little lime in it, and it's a Cape yeah. Codder. Yeah. Well, I think that's a man's drink. It's got it's got vodka in it, but uh, I had to come up with another drink, and I haven't yet. So I got to figure something out there. I drank cranberry and vodka in college one time, and I got so sick off of it because I drank too much and I haven't been able to drink that drink ever again and that was like not only sick but then ended up throwing up in the backseat of my friend's car so you're already like hung over the next day then you have to clean up that stuff so I don't even want to smell that stuff <laughs> I don't drink vodka at all Gross. <laughs> so Wayne we do know you're not much of a drinker Judy also informed us you're not much of a cooker either I think she described the last time that you cooked was 35 years ago, and it looked like a crime scene. Yeah, that's well. Here's the thing, man. Um, my window of cooking is gone. I, I, it's, it's. I don't. I will never now be able to cook because I'm so far behind the curve. When we moved to the South in Tennessee, we bring people over to the house for barbecue, and like. Everybody's an expert on barbecue. Everybody, you start, you, you, I go up to the grill and everybody, oh, the temperature's wrong. Oh, you need to do this. You need to, you need to smoke. I mean, there's a hundred different ways to cook it. I'm very easy to please myself. But I realized because of this, I'm now too intimidated to cook for anybody else. And uh, so now I have my windows gone. I can't cook anymore. Did you, Rob, did you use all of the, the seasoning that Wayne got you last year for the one year anniversary? I used all of it. I also used the um, the Jack Daniels chips and reordered more Jack Daniels uh, smoking chips. They were fantastic. You liked really them? Really nice. Hmm. Good. Wayne, I, I know you don't that. give. I know you don't give gifts, Wayne, but that might be a hint to get him some more. <laughs> you know, I I um I feigned interest right there. Like, oh, huh, that's maybe something I could get Rob next time. But I know that I won't. No, I already reordered them. We're good. I, I reordered them. Uh, Eileen gave me more more crap about not giving gifts to Judy. I was only with I should I I was only with Eileen together 
alone for like a couple hours. And I think she dissected me within that two hours and realized, because I don't buy gifts for Judy. I don't, I don't ever buy gifts. Uh, and it's because you know what you want. Go buy what you want. I'm not going to get, you know what I mean? You, you, I know you like certain things. I like, I like, like this. If Judy was to say, okay, Wayne, I got you this surprise present. Here's a fishing reel. I know it's not going to be the reel I want. I know it wouldn't be the pole that I want. It wouldn't be the working tool that I know what I like. So I'll buy what I like. And you like, you like what you like. So you buy that. And I, I jewelry is a waste of money. But I, I just okay, can't just, see. Just keep digging, Wayne. Just keep digging. Because here I, I have it. Your 39th wedding anniversary is coming up this year in August, I believe. So the yeah. following year is 40 years. You have yeah. to get Judy something. And Rob, you're coming up 37 this year's in October, right? 38. 38? Is it, I, I, mean, I, I don't know. It's 37 or 38. Yeah. It's 37. Wait, that whole the thought that counts thing just waved bye bye to you a long time ago, huh? Because I'm real. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I tell you what I did. <laughs> I, that, I don't know is, I... that is perfect. You are <laughs> real. Absolutely. <laughs> And and you have to you have to look at this logically, Rob. I I um I, I may have told this before. I don't know, but I went to, I went to the store one time I, I, to buy cards for for Judy. For I don't know what occasion it was, but when I was there, I got the most brilliant. I, I mean, absolutely brilliant idea. And I don't know why everybody doesn't do it. I bought. Let's say I was there for a birthday card. I don't know what it was for, but then I bought. I went. Well, hell, I'm here. I bought a Valentine's Day card. I bought a Christmas card. I got a I got a val I, I got a just because card. I got a I'm sorry card. I bought, I bought like every occasion you could want in one full swoop and bought them all. And I hid them under my, under my mattress on my side of the bed. And then I came home one day and they were all laying on top of the bed. And um, she found them and she goes, wow, that's really romantic, Wayne. That's, you know, that's, that's nice. So I found the I'm sorry card and I gave it to her. I swear <laughs> to God. I'm figuring you're looking for a dry erase card so you can just have one card wipe it, put a new message on there, you're good to go. No, I'm not cheap. I'm, uh, it's not that. Uh, it's, you know, you like something, just buy it. But, you know, uh, we get along fantastic, just so you know. It works. It like That's it. right, it, it works. Like it. Yeah, it does work. Yeah. Uh, so, Rob, how's it going on the road? Awesome. Missing Pauline though, huh? Um, yeah, quarantine, what we learned in quarantine was we can't wait to retire. We just, uh, we had a blast. We really did. I mean, since her and I have been together, I've been on the road since our first date. You know, I brought her out and then said goodbye to her and didn't see her for another couple of weeks. I was on the road. So ever since she met me, I've been on the road. So we always wondered you know, how are we going to do with retirement? You know, you hear these nightmare stories of people killing each other during retirement. But um, so I said, well, this COVID is going to be a good test for us. And it was it was great. I'm actually, uh, yeah, I kind of miss her when I'm back in the road. But there's nothing. I, I mean, it, it was great that we could do training over the Internet, you know, Zoom and Teams. And but there is just no no comparison to live training 
you know, I mean, doing the stuff, like I said, doing the stuff on the internet was great. We could stay in touch with everybody, but man, to do it live, you know, to see the look on people's faces and really actually do things live, you know, it's just been amazing. Um, one of the things that we've definitely learned, and I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, um, you know, because of COVID, we had to go with smaller class sizes. You know, sometimes our class in Jersey, we'd have, you know, close to 40 people. And, you know, we had lots of instructors, plenty of panels and equipment, but we're seeing with the smaller class sizes, you know, from 40 down to 12, uh, people are getting a lot more out of the class. I mean, the discussions I, where I thought with smaller classes, we get out earlier because it's driving so much discussion and people want to try new things and everything. We're actually staying later uh, during the night because people are really into it now where before, you know, 40 people, it was tough to get 40 people really heavily involved. But now with the smaller class sizes, man, everybody is just so into it. It's funny because you know, in certain places like uh, in Marietta, we have to be out because uh, the warehouse, uh, the uh, distributor we work with, they turn their alarms on and everything at five o'clock. And it's funny because you got to throw people out where before, you know, everybody was kind of leaving. Now people are staying till five, six o'clock because they're just getting so much more out of the class. It's just been, you know, I guess, uh, I, I don't know, we learned something from the COVID and definitely, you know, it was a pain in the neck, but these smaller class sizes have just really increased the quality of the class, I think. Hmm. Wait, that put everybody to sleep, sorry. I was just thinking, I was just thinking, maybe we should interrupt. <laughs> Please do. I told you, we have to interrupt once in a while. We can't not do it. Just the show. Please interrupt me. This is going to end somewhere, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was hoping Rob would interrupt it, but it kept going. Um, so wait, Eileen, how come you didn't ask me about Pauline's driving? Because I already know. I talk to her all the time. She's a great driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she thinks she's a great driver. I mean, I love her. She's the best. But I was coming home on the highway one day, and I'm like, look at this idiot here. She's 65 in the left lane. The speed limit's 65, and here's a left lane driver, and I am on that person's tail i didn't flash the lights but you know i'm getting pretty close and then i i took a look at the license plate i go boy that looks kind of familiar <laughs> that's when i started flashing the lights that i had no idea my wife was a left lane driver she's one of those people driving slow in the left lane that's when i found that out i said i will teach the children how to drive you are not allowed teach my kids how to drive ever so i get home and I, i'm thinking you know this could be grounds for divorce you can't 
I can't live with somebody like this. I can't marry somebody like this. So I said, you know, of course, that you, you're just sitting there in the left lane, right? She goes, yeah, I know. I go, well, that's, that's the passing lane. I said, you're not supposed to be in that lane going that slow. You go way to the right. She looked at me and she goes, look, I can drive in any lane I want. <laughs> where do I, where's the argument? There's, okay, I guess you can. Guess she told you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You, okay. you, you, you need to carry paint in it with you, Rob. <laughs> you know what I loved about that paint thinner story was you thought it was okay because it wasn't a metal can it was plastic yes and it was that, that made all the difference in the world it was the good mineral spirits too so that was that that would that one hurt because especially back then in California it was hard to find it and I hope a lesson was learned when we were talking about this, that was in the pro you were in the process of looking at trucks. Did Judy end up getting a car out of that? No, no, she didn't. But I got a good truck out of it. You did? <laughs> yeah. See, that's why you buy shit for yourself. I asked her three times. <laughs> I, I said, hey, Judy, you should get a new car, man. Seriously. I mean, I've never liked that car. And um, uh, she goes, no, I don't. I just don't really need a car. I mean, it doesn't, you know, but her, she's like a hoarder. There's she needs a bigger car. There's too much. There's you know there's no room in there. So I said let's go to a car lot, man, because uh, there's a car out that I want her to buy. Oh man, I can't think of the name right now, but really really cool car. And um, but she, I I have her test drive it. She goes I don't know if I like the seats. Come on, seats are beautiful. So she wants to look at a smaller model. So she looks at that model. So I, next week I take her all the way to you know like 90 miles away because they got one of those cars for sale. It was hard to find them. I'm gonna name of them now. Uh, she drove that one. She didn't like it. Took her another one. She didn't like it. So while I was there, I saw a truck I like. And we got the truck. <laughs> That's the thing, man. I mean, like I said, if she She's wants it, she gal, I tell you, huh? She she is a lucky gal, isn't she? Thanks, thanks. <laughs> no, but um. She spends her time. She does hot yoga. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, she got her hobbies. I go fishing. She she goes to hot yoga. Inexplicably, it takes four hours a day. I mean, it's like an hour and a half to get there, an hour and a half to get back, and it's an hour for the yoga. That's half a day. You could run a half a marathon in four hours. I let it go. It's, it's, a, it's amazing how different you and I are for doing the same stuff. During COVID, Pauline said, you know, once you get back on the road, you're going to be doing a lot of driving. Your Tahoe has close to 300,000 miles. You better get a new car. So fast forward to everything. Yep, went out. I got a brand new Traverse, Chevy Traverse. And I thought, oh, this is going to be beautiful. Cruising car and everything. But I had nowhere to go, right? I got it a year ago. Got it in June. Had nowhere to go. So Pauline was using it. The whole time going back and forth when because she went back to work before I did. And she looked at me one night because I was heading to New Jersey. To get back to work and she looks and she goes. Oh, you're probably going to take the Traverse, huh? I go, yeah, yeah, definitely. I've been looking forward to this. You know, you're back in your Ford Flex, your station wagon. And she just looked at me and those big blue eyes and said, 
boy, I'm going to miss that car. I really love that car. So what what was I going to do? Take it? Of course. <laughs> you bought it. <laughs> Nope. I said, no, I'll be fine in the flex. I'll take the flex. So now I'm driving the Ford flex and she's got the traverse. Just out of curiosity, do you let her pick off your plate? Like you order French fries and she doesn't order French fries you and, and it's okay for her to eat some of your French fries? What we'll do is we'll talk about what we're going to order so we can kind of share everything. Oh my God. You don't do that, Wayne. I even do that with my daughter. No, yeah. that's not the way it works. You yeah. got yours, and I got mine. We don't share. <laughs> I don't understand that. Wow. So if she reached over and grabbed something, you'd what, smack her hand, or? No, I wouldn't smack her hand, but it, it's a bit of a problem. I mean, order. you like mine? Order some. You know what I mean? I'm actually very, very romantic. I swear to God, I oh, am. Oh, you do. <laughs> very, yeah, you, you absolutely. Yeah. You ask yeah. my fishing partner. Yeah. I am very romantic. But I, there's just certain things. I, listen, I, I, Judy's a strong woman. And I, I think that's partly because of me. Oh, my God. If she listens to this back, I'm dead. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much oh my god so all right wayne you say you're romantic i want to know your favorite thing about judy oh man you um yeah you're on the spot now no there's there's too many to mention i i i, I man um see damn it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, no, there's too many to mention. I, she's, she's, uh, I think I've, I've said before, I think she's the best human being I've ever met. Yep. Yep. She's a great, great person in a lot of different respects. So, yep. And, uh, so one thing specifically, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think she's a very, uh, uh, well, shit. There's just too many to mention. There's not <laughs> nothing. There's really nothing I, I don't love about her. And that's the God's truth. Yeah. That's so amazing. while while I I um, don't think I like I, I don't think it's like dancing. Why do people even dance? I mean that that whole thing is an exercise of futility to me. What the hell is that all about? What what what, what would possess a guy to go dance? You know what I mean? I love you. You love me. They don't need to dance. You know what I mean? When and you want something, you go buy something. You know, and whatever, and I, I, that's the way I look at it. I don't know any other way to put it. And I think men like me make help women be very strong. There you go. <laughs> Pauline just text me. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Wayne off the hook here. Rob, what's your favorite thing about Pauline? She laughs at everything I say. She's got great hair too. Love her hair, but <laughs> she is the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. That's why I married her. But the other thing is, um, she's the easiest person in the world to make laugh. She can't win an argument with me. 
as soon as I get her smiling or laughing, I win. What's that women's network on TV? Um, what's that one? With that? I don't know if it's a women's network, but it's home. Uh, what is that? Um, HGTV? You know, no, no, no. It's the the drama, the the the, the movies about, you know, uh, it's a romantic Oh, uh, the channel. Hallmark, the Hallmark yes. channel. Yes. Yes. Oh, the Hallmark channel. Yes. Yeah. Do you watch that, Rob, with uh, with with? Uh, yes, I uh, I do. And I you will... and Pauline like that. Listen, here's what I've learned over the years. Okay, it's not that I don't like it. It's or it's not that I like it. Okay, but she likes it, so. You know, I got to a point in my life where I was like, all right, she likes going looking at antiques. I guess I'll go in with her and I'll look at some antiques too. And then I found out, hey, they got tools in here. Maybe I'll find an old floor tool or something like that. So don't change don't, don't change the subject, man. You watch you watch that. What's the name of that? that I'm going there. Hallmark. I'm going there. The Hallmark. Okay. Yes, I will watch a Hallmark movie. She likes them. I don't watch every time she's in there, but you know, we had the Christmas tree up and you know, it was nice. She's watching her Hallmark Christmas movies or whatever, but those damn movies, you can't tell one from the other because it's, a would, women's, it's, it's, it's the a same women's. thing that it's just a different baked good. One's with muffins, one's with cookies, right? My wife calls it the women's victim network. Right. <laughs> Well, they're nice because it's not all the bad news and it, it's always a good, you know, happy ending. No. They they wrap everything up nice. You might be thinking of the Lifetime Network where No, I'm thinking you know, of that. Well, I'm thinking of the Hallmark with a stick or something. But no, the, I'm Hallmark, of the Hallmark The Hallmark All right, well, I'll tell you a story. I'm watching a Hallmark movie with her, okay? And I fell asleep. And I wake up and you know, start watching the movie again. I look over and I said, what happened with the guy with the red pickup? Because now I'm watching this movie for a while, you know? And I'm thinking, well, where's the, the woodworking guy with the red pickup? And she goes, that was about an hour ago. This is a new movie. But I couldn't tell there was a difference in the movies. You know what I mean? There, It's yeah, really well, I, a movie that runs for about 12 hours. Yeah. See, that's probably the difference between Judy and Eileen. Judy watches uh, crime shows where they put the, the husband through the wood chipper and <laughs> they'll never find the body again because he's been poisoned uh, over the series of six months. And every time I, like if I fall asleep in the middle of the night and, and she left the TV on, it's somebody's getting murdered, hatched up, boiled, tied up, and never be found again. And um, yeah, so that's the judge that's why i say judy's not i mean she actually she's romantic too but in a different way so there you go i, don't, I feel like i have to defend a romanticism that we have <laughs> yeah yeah the whole you go buy your own gift thing that works definitely. well let me tell you uh how romantic i am rob here's with you uh and this is our this is our uh second year anniversary i would have got you a card but uh you know i don't but um, I appreciate doing these episodes with you and podcasts. And, and I just uh, went out and bought myself a gift and said from it was from you. 
See, that, I would respect that more. So, um, and Eileen, we want to want to thank you, Eileen LeBlanc, uh, obviously for all you've done, and and uh, Tristan for all your work over this time, and uh, and Josh, who was with us before and not with us anymore, went on to uh, different things. Um, so uh, we have a lot of help doing this, and uh, uh, kind of a lot of fun. It's a little break for us too. So um, appreciate everybody listening to the podcast, and. Uh, we're looking forward to we actually got some really cool shows lined up and some really, really good people that we're interviewing and stuff. So we're excited about that. And um, that's it. Uh, appreciate everybody listening and please stay tuned for another episode of on the floor with Wayne and Rob. <laughs>